Hi, my name is Kayleen from Gold Thread, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. You're in Ohio, right? Yeah, like Cleveland, Akron area. Is it still blistery cold out? Yes. <laughs> we were spoiled last week. It was like... Mm-hmm in the 60s and 70s and then all of a sudden it was like oh you want a snowstorm oh you I think got it's supposed snow. to be back in the 70s. yeah we got like not not a lot but enough yeah i'm over in richmond virginia and it was 78 last week and it was fantastic oh, wow. and then today it was 23 so no snow but i don't like it at all yeah no it's very unpredictable and then it looks all sunny and nice outside so you're like Cool. I can just like go outside with a, a light jacket on and then it's like, no, it's 25 degrees outside. Right. Anyway, so thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, let's, talk about, me. let's talk about Gold Thread then. Um, what have you guys been up to since uh, the release was in 2021? So right smack dab in the middle of all the nonsense. What have yeah. you been doing since then? And how has it been promoting a record that came out during that stuff? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of crazy because we had everything wrapping up like right as the pandemic hit. So we went through like a really long process of like, okay, do we wait until the end of the pandemic? Do we not? Like, and then it just got to a point where we were like, we don't care. It's been a year that we've just been waiting for the pandemic to go away. And at that point, it didn't really look like anything was going to get better. So we were just like, let's just release it. So since then, we've kind of just been promoting that and and trying to build an audience for that record and um you know focusing a lot on Spotify and and social media and making sure that that's all good and you know we it didn't really look promising for shows for a long time too um so we were kind of not really paying attention to that but we actually have our first show back uh this Sunday so oh, wow. I think we're all yeah, I think we're all like a little nervous for that. We're like, okay, we haven't played a live show since before COVID, which is just crazy to think about because before then we were playing like the longest that we had ever gone without playing a show was a month. Right. So, so are you totally nervous? Are you nervous because it's a totally different world now? Or are you nervous because you haven't played in that long and you got to get your sea legs back? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's more what it is. You know, I, I think, you know, for ev- for everything bad that the pandemic did, you know, I've been to a couple shows since mm-hmm. the pandemic, and I think the crowds are just, they're excited to be there. They're more excited to be there than, than how it was before the pandemic. So I'm, you know, it's not really that aspect of it that makes me nervous. It's just like, oh man, I haven't like gotten on a stage and, you know, sang in front of a crowd of people in in two years and and before the band um you know like before I really got involved in a band I had horrible stage fright and I still get like nervous and anxious right so you know kind of being out of the rhythm of it I you know it's it's like did I do do I do I remember how to do this did I totally forget so it's just that you know it's weird are you guys working on any new material did you have time when it We had downtime to work on new stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, you know, another focus for this year is we have a lot of demos. We have like a little home studio that we kind of built out that we 
we demo a lot of stuff in and, and write a lot of stuff. Um, and that's kind of what we're focusing on now is like, let's get some of the demos actually ready to, to finish up and, and record um, because it has been a year since we released that record. So I, you know, I think that's kind of, that's a big focus for this year is making sure that we're actually following it up with something and, and making it a point to get back in the studio and, and finish up more stuff. Okay. So let's uh, talk about Dear Icarus for a second. That was a very, I mean, listening to it, I hadn't heard you guys till I started setting this up with Barbara, but listening to that record a few times, it's very, I guess, emotional and deep. Is there something you want your fans to take away from after listening to, um, you know, a gold thread record or showing up at a gold, gold thread concert? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you kind of picked up on it because honestly, that was a big intentional piece of writing that record and and just gold thread in general you know like my you know my bandmate lauren and i we've, we've been in other projects where it was just kind of like yeah you know we could write whatever and you know we could just go play it and it's fine and it's fun but there wasn't a lot of intentionality behind it and there wasn't a lot of storytelling to it and i think when we looked at all the music that we really liked and and connected with, that was a big piece of it. So when we set out with Gold Thread stuff, we were like, I, we really want it to feel like a story. You know, we we want listeners to be pulled in by like that emotional piece of it. You know, like there's there are a lot of different tracks that you can you can pull that from. So I think that was a big piece that we wanted fans to come away with is you can connect to it and, it and it feels like a story. It feels like something that you want to know what's going on behind the track. Do you feel a sense of responsibility then to write in that sort of genre or write that way with you know, deeper meaning? Yeah, I think that's kind of like the cornerstone of, of what we made this band on is everything should have a purpose and everything should have a meaning and it doesn't matter if the story is messy or uncomfortable or, or whatever it is. The, the point is that we're telling that story. And the point is that we're giving certain concepts a light. And yeah, I, you know, I, I think, I think that's kind of just ingrained in us. I don't know if we necessarily look at it as like a burden or a responsibility, but I, I do think that that's just sort of the way that we write and how we're geared to write is, like we're always kind of asking what's the what's the meaning behind it and what's the purpose of the song and of the lyrics and, and all of that. So sticking with that, the lyric thing for a second, you ever feel that you've gone or yourself or too vulnerable or is that not a thing? Oh man, I honestly, I think that's always a thing. Like I, I can't speak for Lauren, um, but I always get really nervous releasing a really personal song. You know, people, people always draw their own conclusions and, and pull their own meaning from, from songs. But I think anytime that you're, I think art in general, anytime you're creating something, it, it reflects on you and it's a piece of you. So if you're putting it out into the world for it to be critiqued and pulled apart and being said, well, oh, I don't like this part. And I don't really like the drums in this part. And oh, it's not, it's not rock enough, or it's not, you know, pop enough or whatever it is it you always kind of take that personally because it's something that you've created and it's something that you're proud of you know it's 
So I, I think there's a lot of vulnerability that it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like it's, it's really vulnerable, but then you also have to be kind of thick skinned because you know, that people are going to start pulling it apart. <laughs> so how do you respond to, and I'm not saying that you get lots of negative stuff, so don't take it that way, but how do you respond yeah. to those negative? Do you take it lightheartedly or do you just say, you know, this is my project. This is what I wanted. Or do you actually take it to heart? I, you know, luckily we haven't gotten too many, too many bad comments so far. It's, I think, you know, if you'd asked me that like three or four years ago, I would say that I, yeah, like I pay attention to them and, and I like to know what people are thinking. And, you know, it, it does, I, you know, I think it would subconsciously kind of seep into the way that I write because you're like, oh, well the people, like, I don't know if people are going to like this. I don't know if people are going to like that based on what they've said. And now, you know, I think with, with all the gold thread stuff, we kind of hit a point where we were like, we don't really not, not that we don't care about what the fans think, but it's, it's, it's just, we're writing what we want to write and we're writing what makes us happy and what makes us feel fulfilled. And, you know, like we're the ones that have to get on a stage and play it day in, day out. So I think we've hit a point of acceptance where we're just writing the things that we want to write and that make us happy and telling the stories that we want to tell. And I and think that's kind of where we, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, that makes everything more honest and organic and maybe more able for people to connect with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what we found too, is we were so nervous about hitting a certain sound or being able to market it a certain way or whatever. And it led to like a lot of really shallow songs that we never put out and released but it was just a weird period of writing where just nothing really felt honest or genuine about it. And I think it makes a difference. And I think those sitting outside can definitely feel that. Yeah. Your, your fans, your that's, listeners can definitely feel it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's when you're writing, are you writing like the songs, how they're going to come across on stage? Or are you writing the song just for the song's sake and then adapting them to the stage? Yeah, we kind of, we write the song, you know, it's kind of been a mix. I think for that, for the Dear Icarus record, I know a lot, most of it was written from an aspect of this is what we want the song to be. And then we'll figure out the live stuff later, you know? And um, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I know in the past we've, we've been like, oh, this would be cool to do on stage. Like this would be a cool, you know, jam like right. a, a cool bridge for for stage and now we're just like eh, what what makes the song better <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out the live stuff later right so that's do you ever find it difficult then not being able to play a song that you've you know put together in the studio with however many tracks or however much production is it difficult to translate something to the live setting yeah some some songs are easier than others you know some some we can all get in the room and like you just play it and it's normal and it's fine and there are no hiccups or issues and you're like oh cool that was good and then there are some that just it, it's really hard to settle into a live chemistry with certain songs just and, and i don't even i don't know what it is i don't think anybody in the band could tell you what it is i don't it's just for some reason there are some songs that as a song as, as a recorded song it sounds fine and right. then you get in a room and you play it and you're like whoa, this is weird. It's not like, 
it's not hitting the same way. And it's, and it's all about just kind of trying to find the right chemistry and energy and, and transitioning into the chorus and all, all that random, you know, uh, dynamic stuff that just makes it feel like a live track, you know, it's always different than the recorded version. Okay. So I know you've got a, you said you got a show coming up this Sunday. What do you have going on after that? What's up next for gold thread for the rest of this year or the foreseeable future anyway? Yeah. Yeah. After that, I think, you know, we're trying to pick up more shows and kind of get back into the rhythm of, of playing live again and hopefully touring and, and doing some stuff like that. And like I said, trying to finish up demos and actually get into the studio and, and be able to release some new music. Okay. And for fans that are not familiar, can you give us your socials and, and that sort of thing? Yeah. Yep. All the socials are under gold thread band. Gold thread band. Okay. Thank you. I think I know I covered everything that was on my list. Did I miss something you want to cover? Or are we good? No, I think we're good. Awesome. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck with the show on Sunday. Yeah, thanks. Be well. Bye. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.